Kelly Oil Company presents Captain Midnight. Captain Midnight, brought to you three times each week by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Joppers and Dealers. But first, let me ask you something. Is your family car sort of winter-weary? I mean, is the motor oil in the crankcase getting pretty watery and winter-worn, just sort of tired? Is it thinned out with gasoline that leaked down into the crankcase from all that extra choking during cold weather? Well, the chances are all of those things are true of your family car right now. But now here's the point. Every wide-awake young flight patrol member should make it his or her job right now to remind dad or mother to have the car made ready for summer driving. But it's not summer yet, I'll bet you're saying. Well, no, it's not. You're right. But the really cold weather is over, and it's time now to start changing over to motor oil and lubricants that are especially designed for warmer weather. It's time now to have your car made summer ready. Now, of course, you know what to do about that. You bet. Just stop at your Skelly service station. Because your friendly Skelly man, the man who helps bring you this Captain Midnight radio program, really knows his oil. He knows just what kind of motor oil and lubricants of every type that the manufacturers recommend for your car. And he'll surely appreciate your telling dad or mother tonight that you think it's time to bring the car over to your Skelly service station to have it made summer ready. Your skelly man will drain out that old, thin, winter-worn oil from the crankcase and fill it with clean, sparkling, golden skelly tagoline or Uniflow motor oil. He'll check the lubricants in the gears, fill your battery, and look over things generally without one cent of extra cost. He'll have your car ready for warmer weather in jig time. And I'll bet your car will feel like dancing a jig step, too, when your skelly man gets through giving it his all-over treatment for that old winter weariness. So remember, won't you, tell Dad to bring the car over to your skelly service station to have it made summer ready right now. And now to Captain Midnight. The famous pilot, accompanied by Steve and Patsy Donovan and the old miners Pinky Drake and Slim Pool, are flying at 10,000 feet over Ridgeville, Ridgeville Airport in Captain Midnight's speedy new Spartan cabin plane. It's 12 o'clock at night, and Ivan Shark has just radioed Captain Midnight, demanding the answer to his proposition. But Captain Midnight has refused to talk until he's sure Chuck is still alive. He must hear the boy's voice. A tense silence holds the occupants of the Spartan's cabin breathless. Listen as Ivan Shark's voice comes faintly through the ether. Step forward, Ramsey, and say something to Captain Midnight. Hello, Captain Midnight and everybody. Please do not delay long. Fly where Ivan Shark says. I will not see home again if you refuse. To do all these things on my account is a lot, I know. Remember that flying according to Ivan Shark's directions and straight as an arrow is essential. Please do... That is enough, Ramsey. I guess Captain Midnight is convinced you are still alive. Are you not Captain Midnight? Go ahead. Yes, I am. But I can't give you my answer at this moment. I must have more time to think it over. Go ahead. That is very unreasonable, Captain Midnight. And I know perfectly well why you are stalling. I am willing to give you more time only on one condition. You 
must remain at Ridgeville Airport. And in order to prove to me that you are at Ridgeville, I must hear your voice every 24 hours at the same time. 12 o'clock at night. Go ahead. Very good. But there is one condition I must insist upon, too. And that is that I shall hear Chuck Ramsey's voice every 24 hours also. Go ahead. Very good, Captain Midnight. I will agree to that. But I have decided to take no chances. Therefore, I am only giving you 48 hours in which to make up your mind. I will call you tomorrow night at 12 o'clock and also at 12 o'clock on the second night. At that time, I must have your final answer. Otherwise, I will carry out the remainder of my plan. Go ahead. Very good, Chuck. You shall have my final answer within 48 hours. Captain Midnight signing off. Gosh, Captain Midnight, this is terrible. We only have 48 hours to rescue Chuck and Frank Crane. Yes, I know that, Patsy. But that's better than having to give my answer tonight. What now, Captain Midnight? Do we head northwest? Yes, Steve. Open her up to cruising speed and fly a compass course of 340 degrees. Right you are. I've got what Chuck said right here on my pad, Captain Midnight. Every word of it. Good. Gosh, old Hemblock. It sure was good to hear Chuck's voice again. It sure was. Seems like I ain't heard Chuck say anything for a couple of years. It seems longer than that since he's been gone, Slim. All right, now. Let's look at Chuck's message. Seems to me that I heard a couple of familiar words on that. I did, too, Captain Midnight. In the first place, Chuck used the word arrow. Don't you remember? Mm -hmm. You thought it was so strange he used it the other time? Yes, I remember that. Well, then, let's take a look. He starts out here. Hello, Captain Midnight and everybody. That's exactly the way he started his message yesterday. See, here it is. Uh-huh, yes, you're right. It's exactly the same. In his last message, he used every tenth word to give the secret message he wanted us to understand. Just now, a minute, just a minute here. Look at this. What in the tarnation is it, Captain Midnight? Do you see something? By the great grizzly. What is it? Come here, look. Look at that tenth word, Patsy. It's exactly the same as the tenth word in Chuck's previous message. Why, it is the same. It's the word long. Say, do you suppose that could be a coincidence? No, no, it isn't, because look here. The next tenth word is home. The next one after that is the word on... And after that comes flying. And then look here, the next tenth word is arrow. Loop and loops, can you imagine that? Why, Chuck's message this time is exactly as it was the time before. What in the tarnation do you know about that? Do you actually mean to say that Chuck's secret message this time is the same as yesterday? It most certainly is, Steve, isn't it, Captain? Listen to this, Steve. Chuck's first secret message was long, home, on, flying, arrow. Now, those words start with five different letters, and those five letters are the last five letters in the word Cobra Lopa. And now tonight, although what Chuck said was a little bit different, his secret message is exactly the same. You sure got to hand it to Chuck. He's a mighty smart kid. Well, calling rattlesnakes, I'll say so. And if you ask me, Chuck sure put one over on Ivan Shark. If Chuck gave those same words two times in succession, it certainly proves they're mighty important. Gosh, I'll say so. Chuck certainly wanted us to be sure and understand it. Gosh, Captain Midnight, do you think them there words are the whole message? No, Slim, no, I don't think so. But Chuck has pointed those five words out as being the most important ones. But if those five words are only part of the message, what's the rest of it? I think I can answer that, Patsy. Chuck has given us the last five letters of the word Cobra Hopa twice. But in the first message, he took special pains to mention the word Cobra, which is composed of the first five letters of the word Cobra Hopa. 
Then you think the other five words of the message begin with C-O-B-R-A. Yes, Steve, that's what I think. But Chuck hasn't given us five words beginning with those letters. Yeah, but don't forget, Patsy. We're going to have a chance to hear Chuck again in 24 hours at 12 o'clock tomorrow night. But we ain't going to be anywhere near Ridgeville tomorrow night, Captain Midnight. It won't make any difference, Pinky. I've got someone to talk in my place. And we'll be able to tune in and listen to the conversation. We can hear what Chuck says, and Patsy can write it down. Why, sure we can. Don't you see that, Pinky, you lop-eared hyena? Why, you didn't see it yourself till Captain Midnight just got through explaining it. You ain't fooling me at all. As a matter of fact, we'll be able to hear Chuck clearer than before, because we'll be closer to him. You're right, Steve. But gee, Captain Midnight, you don't suppose Ivan Shark will discover that you're not talking to him, will he? No, Patsy, I don't think so. That fellow's voice sounds exactly like mine. And I told him what to say so that he can't make a mistake. And when Shark gets the report from his listening post and finds that the voice came from Ridgeville, he'll be positive he was hearing me. Of course he will. Captain Midnight's plan will work. I'm sure of it. This time we're sure going to put one old on Ivan Shark. What do you mean, we? Captain Midnight was the one that figured it out, not you. I'll have you two. Now cut it out, will you? Let's all be quiet and get a little rest. We need it. Later, we'll land and gas up. Oh, Steve. Keep on 340 degrees for a couple of hours while I take a little nap. Then I'll take over the controls and give you a rest. Have we got enough gas, Steve? Uh, yes, Patsy. There was a gas truck just pulling away now. Gee, this sure is pretty country, isn't it, Pinky? Yes, and that sure was the best breakfast I ever ate in my life. <laughs> I'll say it was, Pinky. That plate of ham and eggs I had really went to the spot. Chuck sure would have liked that breakfast. Gosh, I seen him put away ham and eggs like that till the cows come home. Gee, I wish we could get started. We're still a couple of hundred miles away from the Canadian border. Well, that's we're ready to go any time. Thanks are full of gas and oil. Well, just as soon as Captain Midnight gets back, we'll be on our way. Uh, look, uh, here he comes now. Yeah, and he's got some kind of papers in his hand. Well, those must be the telegrams from the listening posts. Oh, that's just what they are, all right. Gosh, I can hardly wait to see them. Here we are, Captain Midnight. The tanks are full of gas and we're all ready to go. Good. Just a second, Patsy. We'll check these telegrams first. I'll shut the cabin door. We'll be all ready to start. I've got the map laid out on this board. Oh, good. So I see. Have you got your protractor ready there, Steve? All right here, Captain. All right. Here's the message from post number one. That's the one from the Pacific Coast, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Here's what the message says. Greatest signal strength at zero degrees. Zero degrees? Mm Mm-hmm. Why, that's straight north. Well, here. I'm all set to draw the line. Well, here's the ruler. Uh, there. Mm-hmm. What in the tarnation does that mean? Why, this line runs right between the others. It's almost exactly between. In fact, Shark must have been midway between the points he broadcast from the other two lines. Yeah, right? We will check that by the second message. All right, here it is. Greatest signal strength at 317 degrees. Got that? Check's all right, but draw the line, Steve. Yeah, go all right, on. just a second, Patsy. That's it. Uh-huh, that proves it. When Ivan Shark broadcast last night, he was halfway between those other two points. Gee, do you suppose that means that Chuck is at that point? No, I don't, Patsy. Shark wouldn't have the nerve to broadcast in the place where he's keeping Chuck and Frank Crane. Well, then where do you think he's keeping Chuck? It's somewhere in that general area, Steve. Just exactly where, I don't know. We've got to listen to Chuck tonight and hope and pray that he'll give us the rest of his secret message. All right. We ready to leave? Yes, Steve. We're ready. I'll take the controls. We should be in Reddington by noon. All right, here goes for the starter. Gosh, Captain Midnight, we haven't got much time left. It's 8 o'clock now, and we've just got to rescue Chuck before 12 o'clock tomorrow night. Well, it looks as though Ivan Shark 
has certainly fooled Captain Midnight. The last time the criminal broadcast, it was from the hideout where Chuck Ramsey and Frank Crane are located. But Captain Midnight does not believe that Ivan Shark would do such a thing, which is exactly what the criminal intended. There are only 42 hours left to rescue Chuck and young Crane. Will Captain Midnight be successful? Tune in to Captain Midnight. Now, don't forget what we told you to do for that winter-weary feeling that every car begins to have about this time of year. It's time to have your car made summer-ready at your Skelly service station. No, summer isn't here yet, I know. But as far as your car's concerned, winter is over, and it's time to do something about it. The oil in the crankcase is thin and winter-worn. It's probably diluted with gasoline, too, from pulling out the choke too much on cold mornings. So you can understand why your car wants to be made summer-ready, not next week or the week after, but right now. So if you want to do your dad a real favor, tell him to stop over at your Skelly service station this week for sure. Have the Skelly man drain the crankcase, flush it out, and refill it with fresh, clear, sparkling Skelly Tagoline or Uniflow motor oil of the proper grade for your car and for your weather. Remember, though, to ask for Skelly Tagoline or Uniflow motor oil. Your Skelly man can tell you how these two oils are made to stand abuse, and they're the oils for you to use in your car. Now, don't forget to tune in again Wednesday, same time, same station, for further transcribed adventures of Captain Midnight, brought to you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday by the Skelly Oil Company, Skelly Jobbers and Dealers. Can Captain Midnight locate Chuck and rescue him in the short time that remains? Or will Ivan Shark carry out his terrible threat? Be sure to listen Wednesday. Until then, this is Don Gordon, your Skelly Man, saying goodbye and happy landing! <laughs>